This is Next Level, an Align Life Pro real life case study that follows the queen of coaching, Kristen Tabbert, and New York Times bestselling author, Michael Linton, as they guide me, Mike Gandolfo, a small business owner, on a journey to triple my business. We invite you to join us so that we can all learn to become better leaders that know how to work on their business and not just in their business. Welcome back, everybody. Mike Gandolfo here, and welcome to the Align Life Pro. And uh, I am joined, as always, by New York Times bestselling author, Michael Lennington, and the queen of coaching, Kristen Tabbert. We're doing a remote today. We are actually in sunny California. It is gorgeous here. Yeah, Michael already says how much he loves and how beautiful it is here. It's gorgeous. I would never live here, but it's gorgeous. And for everybody who lives in California, I'm not insulting your state. I just, I've lived here once, and once is good. You've lived everywhere. Almost. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, you've lived everywhere. I'm, you know, so that's good because I'm a real estate agent, which means it's job security for me. So, um, all right, we are just got done with after action review April. We are going into make it happen May, and I, I want to introduce um, a cool concept which we're going to get to here in a second, and this this is going to be the foundation, I guess, of this month's episodes. Uh, but before we do that, when we were coming to California, we were all on the same flight this morning. It was super early like 6 a.m. So this is like sub 6 a.m., what, 5 a.m. No mask in the airport for the first time for me. Is it the first time for you guys? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just, I remember looking at Kristen and just saying, the energy in the airport is palpable. Like, it's unbelievable to me just how much positive energy was in the airport. People smiling at each other, people being friendly. Just, it's you put that mask on, it's like this sh this shield, and people start getting very, very apprehensive. They, they, they act nervous. You take that mask off, and it was, I mean, it, it really struck me this morning. Did it seem for you guys? Same for me. And, you know, I'm always talking about framing things positively, and a smile is about as positive as you can get. And I think when you can see somebody smile, it changes your day. I don't pay attention very much. I'm kind of like just walking through the airport. But what I did notice was after I started thinking about it, if you mentioned that, is that it just felt so easy to go back to normal, which was no masks. And, and, it, and it was just life seemed just like to go smoothly. Got on the plane. You know, we weren't trying to breathe through a mask and have it you know, lifted up to take a sip of something or eat something. It was just life back to normal. And it, and it feels good, I think, to get back to that because you know, it, it, wherever you fell on the on the whole pandemic and all the ways it was handled, it, a lot of people kind of tightened down and, and it created a lot of dissension between people, and it just felt like all that lifted. It was just you and know. there's probably about twenty five percent of people that had a mask. Yeah, on. probably, but they didn't. They didn't. You know, seem. And nobody had nobody. You know, there's no problem. If you yeah. want to, it's your choice to wear a mask, but at the end of the day, to me, it was a very tangible difference. I mean, there was a noticeable, tangible feel of how just there was this huge positive feeling of flying, you know? Energy was higher. People, like you said, people were smiling. A lot of people talking. Very yeah. Chatty animated. Cathy's. Yeah, Chatty Cathy's um, on the, the plane this morning. I, I didn't see that, but it's just because I was half asleep. You're, you're killing me with the microphone. Like, you know, talk. There you go. They're like this? Yeah. I'm just so used to not even having to move my microphone. Well, I understand. We don't have our fancy, sure you know, microphones, yeah, yeah. but these are the microphones that when we get back that I will be taking with me to the Kentucky Derby. Um, for those of you who don't know, I also have a very successful horse racing podcast. Listen to it. It's fantastic. <laughs> I am a very different character on that. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the person who stirs the drink, but I try to be kind of funny and 
sometimes a little off color. Uh, so don't judge me on that. <laughs> but uh, at the horse racing happy hour, and we are actually covering the Kentucky Oaks and the Kentucky Derby on ESPN Radio, uh, the local ESPN Radio in Louisville. You can say just, you can go to Siri and say, hey Siri, stream ESPN Louisville, and uh, it'll pull it right up. Um, and the times are 12 to 2 on Friday, which is the Kentucky Oaks Day, and then uh, 11 to 2 on Kentucky Derby Day. So you can get all your Kentucky Derby information from us if you want to. So there you go. Shameless plug. That's okay. That's okay. All right, let's go ahead. Did you have something to say, Mike? No, All I right. was just nodding in in, in ascension. Okay. I heard it rattle. Okay, so um, we are going to then uh, talk about make it happen May with a very with a concept that I came up with. So we we're out at this conference, and I brought a little tag that says, "Just add ice to your goals, and you will set the world on fire." And the ice, and you all heard me talk about this last month: intentional, consistent execution. And um, I'm really surprised that I've never heard anybody come up with that before. I'm taking full ownership over it. <laughs> but we're already trying to trademark that, yes. so don't even uh, don't even try to steal. Friend of the show, Barry, if you can help me trademark or copyright that, I would appreciate it very much. Um, and you know, but when it boils down to our success stories, Kristen, with your clients, that's what it comes down to. Is that is that true? Yeah, it, that's exactly what it comes down to. Um, we were just talking about a, another client offline about um, his best year ever was because all he did was three intentional tactics every day. So he had the intentionality, he was consistent day by day by day, and his execution was flawless on those consistent tactics. And he had the best year he's ever had in his whole entire career. Now, it wasn't fun. It wasn't sexy. There wasn't sizzle. It was a grind. It was the same three things over and over and over again. And yet, I think I told you guys, he made $500,000 in income and a $250,000 bonus. So the results were there. Yeah. Love it. <clears throat> president of the company recognized him too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. The the company or the president of, um, I don't know, should we say? I don't no, know. No, should. Don't say. Company's no. Name, yeah. <laughs> but, but what you can do is say that, you know, when he, when he was um, executing at that level, he didn't necessarily have a better strategy. He didn't have any big ideas. It wasn't some kind of breakthrough. He was just more consistent at doing the stuff he already did. And he is an older fellow, right? He was I mean, 74 years yeah, old 74 when years he old, did this. Said. So, so it's not about being young and anything like that or having, having certain advantages. It's just, just do the work and now, be consistent with it, right? Yeah. Now, when we talk about consistency, guess what happened the following year? He kept doing it and was even more successful. No, he tanked totally. Oh, because he, he quit doing, went back to doing the other stuff that was comfortable, the things, you know, the, the fun ideas, the things that made him feel good, not get him results. But now that said, we're back on track and he's doing the same consistent activities again. And we are on a run rate to hit his annual targets this year, somewhere around the end of July, maybe August. There it is. And so when I think about this, this acronym of, of ICE, Intentional Consistent Execution, Michael, I, I think of almost like a Venn diagram because they all kind of play into each other, mm -hmm. right? So the intentionality of the goal, which mm -hmm. makes the intentionality of the tactics, mm -hmm. which makes you more likely to be consistent, and then it also helps you identify what are those high-level activities to execute upon 
so that you can drive results. Right, because execution, you can execute very well on the wrong stuff, and it's not moving you forward, right? So, so it's, it's really being sure that your, your activities that you're, you're consistent with, you're intentional about, are the, are the activities that are going to be most powerful. In this case, it, it, was, it was true. So can I ask you guys a question? So why sure. do you think he stopped? Oh, I know why. He had a, some sort of disruption. I mean, I, listen, I, I live this. And I think most people out there know, like they know what they're supposed to be doing. Right. I also think like when you've been doing something as long as I have, or as long as this other person have had, like your intentionality starts to wane. Like you just start to take certain things for granted and you don't get specific and you're just like, Oh, you know, that person's going to refer me. This person's going to refer me. I don't need to ask for something very specific. You know, I know they already think about me when it comes to real estate. I don't have to go, Hey, you know, I know you got some kids graduating. You're going to go to a lot of graduation parties. Did you know that talking to these parents about buying rental homes for their kids to live in is a, could be a really lucrative idea right now? You know, I need to get that granular and that intentional. But instead of just like, yeah, you know, if you ever have uh, anyone that we can work with, we'd love to help them out. That's not intentional. Right. I mean, you know, that doesn't paint a picture. That doesn't, that doesn't trigger the reticulator activator or retic what is it reticulated activator or the reticulated python i don't know what is it burmese python burmese yeah oh don't even talk so, about snakes but no but, there, the other part to this too but, is but mike said something can i ask you a question about what mike put said a coin in the jar but but it was something know. i've been waiting patiently for yeah. and i feel like i feel like you jumped in and uh, go for it boomer <laughs> anyway so so mike said something happens and we were talking about a couple times in my life when, you know, I was doing certain things like I was I was in really good shape and um, and something in my life changed and I no longer was able to do that thing quite quite as easily. And so I just stopped doing it altogether. And then I, I fell off the horse and I got back on. And so for for this person, which I almost mentioned his name, um, what do you think was that that kind of change that trigger that that? thing that happened that caused him to because as you said mike you're you it wanes you you kind of you, you lose energy focus sure but but there was something that happened i think one of the things that happened was his g not ga what's the neck the the next level down sales manager yeah maybe the sales manager District um manager or something like started talking to him about wanting to buy out his book of business so he started getting distracted by Hey, the next shiny object. Yeah, okay. the next Ooh. shiny object. Maybe I, but here's the thing is he started to really dig into the value of his business. You know, he had that great year, but prior to that, prior to working with me, there were dwindling years and his client base was aging. So his book of business, although he felt like, and I want to use that word very strongly, felt like because I'm not allowed to say I feel like anything anymore. Nope, you're not. I don't can't have feelings. Nope. You can't measure feelings. You can't measure happiness. You can't measure sadness. You can't me measure I felt like I did a lot. Well what's a lot? But anyway, to that point, um he got smacked in the face pretty hard when they gave him his book of business valuation. And he said, I have two choices. I can just walk away and quit or I can say expletive and I can show them what I'm made of, and I can do this again. Right. So that's what he's doing now. I also think something happened in addition to that, and that was all the accolades and all the recognition and all the, hey, I hit the milestone, right? It's kind of like the show hole. After you hit something, okay, Take a breath. Take yeah, a breath. You know? comfortable. Yeah. I mean, how many times do we see it where a sports team 
achieve achieves a championship level, then they don't perform well the next season. Right. And I th- actually, if I'm if I'm I'm just diving into the the man in the arena, the Tom Brady special on ESPN, and they talked about his first Super Bowl season. You know, nothing was expected out of him after Bledsoe got hurt, and here comes Brady leads him to the Super Bowl. Second year was kind of disappointing, and then they were able to re- kind of refocus and and go after it. You know, eventually though, if if we're not consciously thinking about where we need to be intentional and how we need to be consistent and execute, we're going to drift towards comfort. And comfort is the enemy of intentionality. (laughs) It pains me to say this, but Urban Meyer was interviewed after like the 27th um, national I'm going to excuse myself from the conversation here. Um, And they said, okay, you just came off this national championship. You know, what's next year look like? And he said, it looks like it did to get here today. We just embrace the grind. Yeah. They're not going to look for new candidates. They're not going to look for new plays and develop new plays. They're not going to shake stuff up. They're going to work on those foundational activities. You know, back to the Vince Lombardi gentleman. This This is is a a football. Everybody needs to stay in constant consistent intentional focus with those foundational activities did we answer your question mr Lincoln? Uh, yes okay good thank you <laughs> well and i think it's important because I, I i'm always drawn to so zig ziglar did the whole uh survival are you you're already smiling this, this, I don't no know. it's something else zig ziglar that name reminded me of another name that you'd mentioned a couple of days ago and i was just so okay about that <laughs> survival Stability, success, significance. And we had, um, we had, I don't even know what's going on anymore. I've lost control of the show. Just, just let you guys know this behind the scenes. There's anyway, and this is why we don't do shows in person anymore. So then, <laughs> um, but just the idea of what it takes to go from survival to stability is this institution of, of good habits. And then once you have those good habits, to go to st- it, stability, success is allowing. It to overflow into success and then overflow into significance. You don't change those fundamentals. You might start to get really specific on how they apply, but and that's a change of mindset or going from uh, success to significance, a change of heart where they where they apply. But at the end of the day, like I also like. By the way, this is a totally off topic, and this is another thought I had, and I'm springing this on you fresh. I was starting to think about the three types of goals we talk about. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm thinking, okay, like if I'm going from survival to stability, that's my what's important now goal. That's my I'm in the river and I've got to get to shore. It doesn't right. matter anything else. What's going on? Then we talk about going from stability to success. Well, that is my optimization goal. Am I optimizing the tools and resources that I have available to me? Mm-hmm. And then we talk about, okay, now we go success significance. What's what's that capacity growth goal? What does that look like? Right. And I just started like putting all these different metaphors that we've talked about in the past and like, Hey, how, how do they all really work together and build together? So rumblings from a very worn out and tired person. That's sometimes, that sometimes that's the best stuff. Maybe sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I, I think there's a lot of, of truth to that because your, your guards down a little bit, you're tired. I mean, it takes effort to tell ourselves lies about ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. It takes effort to constantly say, I'm doing the things I need to do. And when you get tired enough, you can confront that a little bit more Mm -hmm. easily sometimes. Yeah. 
Okay, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna take an episode, and we're gonna talk about intentionality. We're gonna talk about consistency, and we're gonna talk about execution, and uh, that's what May looks like. And we'll have we'll a do, couple of guest. Well, yeah, maybe some interviews. guest interviews. We're gonna start bringing those in a little bit more, and uh, that's what we got. So stay tuned, subscribe, share the show. We're getting lots of really great feedback, uh, but the best feedback we can get have is if you're sharing the shows with other people. And, uh, and really interacting with us, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to us and ask us the questions or give us some thoughts. And we got a couple people who do, and we really appreciate it. Uh, but you can always reach out to us at coach at aligned All right. We'll see you next time on Align Life Pro.